and welcome to another seemingly well-deserved episode <laughs> of We Only Look Thin. I am Katherine Weigel. I am one of your hosts. I've lost about 145 pounds. Holy I'm cow. a tiny habits coach, yeah. and that's all I have to say. And who are you? I am Donald Weigel, and I have lost about 100 pounds, and I am also one of your hosts, and uh, we are here to talk about weight loss and fitness and hitting your goals and how we did it and how we started in our 40s and have maintained now for like four years and, and all kinds of things. Whoa, that's a lot. I still, I know we're four years into this, but it might be good for us at some point to have a, a zippy starter to uh, to this podcast. But what are you going to do? I think that was incredibly zippy, personally. <laughs> so I, zippy, it was like Miracle Whip. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, if you look up zippy in the dictionary. <laughs> do you? Yeah, it's you me. and Miracle Whip. <laughs> it's me and Miracle Whip saying that. Yeah, <laughs> it's Miracle Whip. It's you. Anyway. Oh my God! Hi, look, wow, you get I puns. apologize to you. You come for the inspiration. To no one. <laughs> you come for the inspiration, and you get stuck with this. But that's yeah. what you get for a free podcast. That's so, right. Yeah. Here we are. So uh, it is in America, USA. Uh, if if uh, if my timing is correct, uh, this will come out uh, pretty much on tax day in the United States. Oh, wow. Fun. Yeah, fun. I'm bringing up the fun, happy <laughs> topic of tax day right from the opening. And oftentimes, we think about, uh, when we think about taxes, if you're the kind of person who thinks about these things, you think about tax loopholes. Oh. Uh, or if you're another kind of person, maybe you're thinking about legal loopholes. And uh, a loophole, in this sense, is it, the law is sort of vaguely written in a way so that you can get away with something. Yeah, basically, no, it, it, it's a way to you know get around maybe something you don't want to pay for. Do you have kids just for the taxes? You know, stuff like that. People do that all the time. Yeah, right? they have kids just for the taxes. <laughs> I don't know. Them. Maybe they do. Um, but we. And it's been uh, it's been a little over a year since we've uh, discussed this. We are going to talk about a different kind of loophole, and this is the loophole that basically is the kind of loophole where you're lying to yourself. Yes, and it is the the way that we talk ourselves into. Uh, sort of uh, going off track on our weight loss and fitness goals. Yep. And I didn't think for years that I had any problems. The problem was my boss. The problem was circumstance, how close I lived to the donut shop. Right. It's not my responsibility. No, the whole world was colluding against me to make any progress. And uh, it wasn't until I listened to Gretchen Rubin, friend of the show. Friend of the show in my imagination. She has, she has liked as many as one of my posts. So that's basically a total connection. Basically, we're best buddies. That's that's the like podcast equivalent of like she's come over and we've like yeah. know, served her coffee and yeah. you know, hung out. I and... actually I met her sister at uh, Cost Plus World Market. Well, once, so. I mean, <laughs> basically, you're best friends then. Like, this is, didn't David Letterman have a stalker like that at some point? It's not like I've showed up like in her house, you know? Yeah, yeah. Trying to hang out I yet. Just, <laughs> yet, yet we have yeah, a growth gonna, mindset. We're going to talk here. about yet, but we're, we're going to do. The, this someday. The problem with learning things, I'm going to tell you what's long, <laughs> wrong. I'm taking learning things to task. Catherine, tax learning. Is once you recognize your own faulty logic, it's hard to go back and make those excuses again. So, dear listener, if you're not ready to open your mind, um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you open know. your mind. <laughs> 
Uh, if you're not ready to open your mind, maybe just turn it off. Maybe go listen to something else uh, right now. But because why we, would they be listening if they weren't ready to open their minds? Look, I'm just I'm building anticipation. Like oh yeah, like when uh, The Exorcist came out, they had ambulances parked outside oh, yeah. of the the theaters in case people were just swooning. And so right before anyone listens to this podcast, we'll have an ambulance parked <laughs> in front of their home so that creepy. <laughs> Look so outside that, so that when they're bowled over by the harsh truth. Truths we're about to drop that Beth that... Ann, look outside. I don't know. There's, maybe there's someone named Beth Ann who who is listening to Walt. That was a can look very outside. specific. Name. I, know, I was trying to think of who isn't in Walt Place, our uh, accountability group, but just just a random name that might uh, might get something out of this. So so uh, anyway, moving on. We have <laughs> are a, we moving moving on? on from the ambulance stalking of our listeners? <laughs> uh, we have uh, Gruben. Gruben Re- Gretchen Rubin has ten loopholes that she applies to sort of life in general and, her and habits and, and and you know as we say on the show all the time, everything has to do with weight loss and fitness uh, and eating in our case and. We are going to take the first five of them and uh, go over them today, and then the next five, the second five, next week. Yep, and the good part about us repeating episodes, because we have done other loopholes, we don't remember what the loopholes are. You don't remember what the loopholes are. No, no, I don't even remember what last week's episode was about. <laughs> yeah. But the good thing is, the more you hear it, the more it's ingrained, and then you're like, oh yeah, no, that's that's... I'm just making an excuse. So, uh, so yes, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna dive in. Uh, I know we didn't actually talk about this. Should I start with the first one? And then sure. I mean, one? I just figured. Yeah, let's tag team it. All right, let's do it. Okay. So the first one is the false choice loophole. This or that. Um, it is the idea that you can only do one of two things that don't actually connect. Yeah, you say another. I can't do this because I'm so busy doing that. And this is one that I oftentimes use myself. Uh, for many things. And for many, many, many years, I told myself this lie when it came to uh, dealing with my uh, weight situation and my health and fitness situation. Yep. So one example is I can't track calories because I'm volunteering for the church bazaar. It's like, yeah, you're busy. So, you know, you don't have the mental bandwidth to do the other thing, but really they're not related. Right. I have this work project going on, so I can't possibly like meal plan or go to the grocery store. Well, and here's one that I used back in the day. I can't work out because I can't find my Fitbit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, that hurts. No, but I used to do that. Like, I'm not, unless I get credit for this, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, you know, I walked around this uh, apartment for a total of about four minutes without a Fitbit on today. And I know I didn't get any credit for those steps. And I want you to know I'm okay with it. But that's growth. Yeah, that's growth. Way to go. I'm proud of you. Yeah, Uh, I can't think about my health because we're going on vacation next month. Oh, yeah. Next month. I can't. Who could who could walk to the store? Who could do that? No. And and why should I bother dealing with that now when I'm just going on vacation in a month? Yeah, I can't portion control because that would offend other people if they see me eating off a smaller plate you're a giver yeah you know i just don't want to i don't want to rock you don't want to make others feel bad no. no you know what I'm 47 years old. If I can't rock boats now, when is the rocking going to happen? I don't know. Yeah, I can't exercise because I have to get my oil changed this weekend. 
Yeah, it's just there's so much going on. There's so much so going much on. So much going on. Yeah. Uh, and I can't pre-track my calories because I don't know what they're going to have at the restaurant. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that basically all food at Cheesecake Factory is 2,000 calories. Nobody knows that. And as it turns out, as you can probably tell from our snarky tone, that you can, in fact, uh, do all of these things. <laughs> <laughs> or some version of Some them. version of these things. Yes, exactly. Yeah, be- um, and you don't have to be 100% perfect about it, but... You know, you can, in fact, and I have figured out over the last uh, six years I, that I can, in fact, still be really busy at work and still manage to meal prep and track calories and have my uh, my lucky frozen meals on yeah. hand when I'm, you know, in a pinch and uh, that sort of thing and still manage to hit my, my weight goal and maintain it. Yep. And I think a lot of times we think about our ideal life the the perfect thing the perfect tracking the perfect measuring the perfect workout yeah and we hold that as the you know the standard if i can't do it perfectly i'm not going to do it at all and one thing that i've learned from being a tiny habits coach uh, Catherine Weigel, we only look thin at gmail.com. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I don't know. Um, is that what is the smallest thing you can do? What is the, you know, it, it might not be ideal, but at least it keeps the progress in place. Like for me, I have actually recently, uh, recently Catherine Weigel, ha- I didn't even tell you this. Yeah. Um, on weekdays, I do yoga and some strength training, but realized I was skipping the weekends. Ah, Donald's around. We're recording podcasts. I couldn't possibly no, do you can't anything. Do that on the but you know what? I said, you know what? Weekends, maybe I can't do the ideal, but I'll do at least a 30 second plank and I'll do one downward dog. Why not? Who's it going to hurt? It takes the whole thing takes one minute. If I don't have one minute in my day to just do a little bit, then, you know, I'm just making excuses. I'm invoking a loophole. If you don't know what you're going to have at the restaurant, again, you know what? You could just probably track it at 800 calories and figure it out later. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. But when we do that, you know, I'm going on vacation next month, so I simply couldn't do it. It's just invoking a loophole. Maybe you can do a scaled back version. Maybe you can just start with one small habit and one small change rather than feeling like, well, I'm, I can't do the 90 day challenge until the thing, you know, until after Easter, because like I couldn't even possibly do that now. You can start now. Start yeah. Now. And I don't know if you intended to talk about this right now, but right before we were recording, you reminded me of a a phrase of like, instead of saying, I can't do this right now because I'm too busy, you say it's not a priority for yeah, me. That- and and try that on and see how it feels. And if if it feels icky, yeah, then you're, then, uh, then you know that that well, you really do probably have time to do well, it. Well, and our our daughter, lover, love, love our daughter. If she's listening to this, we love you. Yes. go do your homework. Uh, <laughs> but that whole like, oh well, you know, I couldn't do driver's ed because I'm just you know bedeviled with you know meetings right now. It's right, like, right. And got, her meetings are Dungeons and Dragons and uh, and video games. You know, it's like you can. There's more bandwidth. You can do more. We'll talk about how much time there is in a week another time. But you know, there's there's time to get it done. Yes, indeed. All right. So uh, I think moving on to loophole number two. This one is the moral licensing loophole, which is essentially you say to yourself, I've been so good, it's okay for me to do this. I deserve a treat. I have to do something for others, so I deserve a treat for myself. 
I haven't had cheesecake in years. I should be able to have it now. So totally, when we hear ourselves saying we've earned it, we deserve it, we give ourselves permission, it's like forbidden, but we're going to do it anyway. Right. That's not really a super healthy relationship with food. We really believe in working things into your plan in a purposeful way. Yes. But it's not, you know, like, oh, well, I you know, did a lot of grocery shopping today. So I really deserve a sleeve of Oreos. Yeah. And, and the, you know, the hard, unfortunate truth is there's no weight loss fairy that, that grants you wishes like, oh, you know, you've been so good today. The, you know, 800 calorie cheesecake that you're about to eat just won't count. It won't do and it won't cause any problems. It won't, you know, affect your weight at all. You just eat whatever you want because you've been so good. That just, that isn't a thing that actually exists, but we try and tell ourselves that, that it is and it does. Well, and the problem is, we've talked about this before, with having poor boundaries with other people, overtaxing ourselves, overcommitting ourselves, being, you know, the martyr at work who stays later than everybody else, who is the most put upon, you know, parent or colleague or whatever. We instead, if we don't get the raise that we think we deserve, we don't, you know, Ed McMahon doesn't show up at the door with balloons and a giant check for us for being the best ever. Yeah. We use food as our reward system. And I use food to soothe myself over and over and over again for many years you know oh i've had such a hard day oh that person at work was such a jerk to me oh i got cut off in traffic and i got so angry i deserve to eat something to make myself feel better and i you know it's a temporary band-aid it makes it made me feel better for a minute until later it made me feel shame for having indulged so heavily and it was a terrible, vicious cycle that, you know, wrecked havoc upon my health and my my mental health. And it wasn't until I realized that I didn't actually like I there no action on my part made me deserve a treat. Um, what worked was actually counting my calories and figuring out a way to make treats work within those calories that actually worked. Well, and too, I was just thinking, you know, if we don't live in a barter system, like you don't go to work and they're not like, all right, Donald, you've been great. So we're going to pay you in Nutter Butters. (laughs) Like... That's right. Like, oh, what if they did? Your though? your pack, you know, your benefits package was like, right. well, you don't get any vacation time, but you get like unlimited supply of Choco Tacos. Right, like, exactly. That's not a way that one wants to be compensated. Sadly, you can't, I would have taken that. But deal. you like can't put Choco Tacos down <laughs> no, on a new true. house, like or a, a new yeah. car. So just think about that. Is is this a, a form of payment that you're comfortable with? Because unlike the false choice loophole, the this or that. We tie them together, this and that. I'm stressed, and so I get a cookie. I'm stressed, and I get a beer. Like, you tie the two together so that it's one package deal. Right. But you can separate those. And we're not saying don't have them, because we plan on the weekends for a delicious cocktail. Oh, yeah. We plan for treats, but it's not a deserve it. It's a work it into the plan. Yeah, I have small treats uh, virtually every day now, and still have managed to, you know, hit my goal weight and maintain, because... I have figured out how to work small treats into my daily calorie goal. Yep. 
All right, so why don't we move on to loophole number three? Loophole number three is the little orphan Annie loophole, the tomorrow loophole. <laughs> I is... was like, where are you going with this? Little <laughs> orphan Annie. tie it back What in. does her dog and Oh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yes, the tomorrow loophole. Yep, I am already over my calories, so I will start tomorrow. It's okay to skip today because I will start tomorrow. My future self is virtuous. I will be imbued with all of the resolution and the motivation yeah. that I do not possess today, but magically tomorrow after a good night's rest and uh, half of a cheesecake, tomorrow is the day that yeah. it will happen. And again, it's sort of this, you know, wish fulfillment thing. You're, you're, you know, making a deal with some higher power that if I just, if I do this now, tomorrow, I promise I'll be good so yep. that I'm going to get it, get through it. And the, the flip side of it is it, you know, we do this sort of last hurrah yeah. kind of thing. We say to ourselves, well, I'm going to, you know, get on my diet next week. So I'm going to eat as much as I possibly can right now. And then you do that. And then next week comes and you still don't change anything. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, you know, that was me. It was me i'm not just you know attacking people who are listening like this was me for years and years you know i would be like well next week i'm going to to change everything up i'm going to you know start going to the gym six days a week and i'm going to eat a thousand calories a day and you know or go on whatever diet i was on at the time atkins or keto or shake meal shake or weight watchers or whatever and you know, so this week I'm going to just eat as much as I can possibly get in to get it out of my system. Well, and it's almost like we hate our future selves. Yeah. Like we're putting the burden. Yeah, we're going to make of, it harder. Yeah, we're actually putting more burden on our future selves by overindulging now. We're, you know, it's like putting more things on a credit card and then being like, well, my future self has to pay for it. But the me of now is is enjoying it all. And I talk about this every, you know, November, December, too. But it's that sort of digging yourself deeper yeah. in that in the holiday times. Like like, well, okay, January 1st, I'm going to get back on track. So I'm just going to like, you know, dig myself deeper and deeper into this hole for a month or six weeks before I actually start to do anything about yeah, it. Yeah. When in the history of get it out of your system, have you right. ever gotten anything out of your system? Right. Maybe the breakfast club where they talk about, you know, uh, no, was that breakfast club? No. Anyway, they talk about like making people smoke a carton, you know, kids smoke a carton of cigarettes. Yeah, so Bruce, they never Brewster's Millions. Smoke again. Brewster's oh millions. yeah, that's what it was. All right. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't think that sort of thing actually ever works. It certainly never works with uh, with eating. It never worked for me. Yeah. So the idea is, you know, the future self is the new and improved you. But we have some bad news, everybody. Oh, wow. We're full you, of good news today. You become the person you're going to be by doing the things that person does. It's not like we're magically a before and after picture and the after picture yeah. is suddenly like, well, I just was magically not interested in food anymore i am still very interested in food very interested very in food. very interested. i mean it's part of the reason the show is called we only look thin like we have this idea that when we hit a goal weight that suddenly we'll just know what to do and i had that that idea in my head for years and years that i would hit my goal weight and then i could just stop worrying about it and you know what the weight always came back on when i did that yeah and i know we've said this before but tomorrow is basically a mirage it never actually comes because we've always got one more excuse one more surprise stressor that we didn't anticipate right we 
don't know maybe what is going to happen, but we know there's going to be work drama and life drama and weather changes and acting like for some reason, well, after tax day, like once that's <laughs> right. done, everything's going to settle down. Nothing ever settles down. There's always some other distraction, but we can take and make small sustainable changes to help us each and every day. Even on a day that's a little unpredictable, we can still put some minimums in place, put some boundaries in place with our food choices. Uh, so yeah, so there you go tomorrow. Yes, indeed. Uh, we, Adjusted the tomorrow loophole, but today we're going to do number four, Yay. which is the lack of control loophole, which is summed up with the phrase, I just can't yep. help myself. Yep. I just can't resist. I just can't stop myself from going into the break room and eating the bag of Hershey's minis. I just can't control myself around X food. I can't control myself when I'm in this situation. And we tell ourselves these things over and over again. And when you tell yourself that you can't do something, guess what? Yeah. You're not going to do it. Exactly. I never remember to track my food. I never remember to weigh my portion. I never remember to get the small instead of the large. Yeah. And when we say words like can't and never and always forget and all of that stuff, we're just building more proof in our brains that we're incapable of change. But I heard on a uh, podcast the other day, I actually can't remember what it was, but you know, so sorry for not giving you credit. But if we change can't to won't, yeah, I won't remember to track. I won't resist. I won't control myself around that food. I won't control myself at work. Like, try that Ouch. on for size, and it does not feel good. <laughs> yeah, as as Donald quoted me quoting someone else earlier. <laughs> instead of saying I don't have time, try saying it's not a priority and see how that feels. Because we can say something is a priority. But if we don't actually fit it into our lives and have proof that it's a priority, then it's not going to happen. Yeah. So maybe try and adopt a growth mindset and start telling yourself that you can do these things or that you haven't previously been yeah, able to yet. control yourself or that I can't yet do this. And it really like it, you know, when I first heard things like this, I would roll my eyes and, yeah. you know, just be like, oh, look, you just want to be a Pollyanna. But it really does make a difference when you start telling yourself that you can do something it starts to seep in. And like, I really started to believe that I could. And then guess what? I did. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's that whole possibility of change. How could I make this work? What could I change in my life that it would make it easier for me to do that? And once we open ourselves up to that, it leads to possibility. And instead of that, you know, like Donald said, if we decide something's impossible, then it doesn't matter if there's a solution because you're not like, ah, that's not going to work. Well, let's give it a try. Let's see what happens. It's yeah. all an experiment. Absolutely. All right, dear, why don't you bring us home with <laughs> loophole number five? Number five. So number five is the apparently irrelevant decision or the planning to fail. Yes, because when you plan to fail, then you, you don't have a plan. Then you don't have a plan. <laughs> but it's that 
have you ever overscheduled yourself? And, oh, I didn't have time to make dinner. Oh, no, I'm so busy with all the things. I guess I'll just have to order takeout again. Yeah, or or you do that thing where, where you, you know, decide that you're not going to grocery shop because you don't have time, and then you end up finding yourself in a position later where you've got no choice except to order takeout food. Yeah, exactly. Or the, you know, like, oh, I'm a really good hostess. I'm going to buy this variety pack of... Uh, snacks for a company. If someone comes over, I want to be a good host. So I'm just going to keep it for company. Oh, but oh no, they're going stale. We haven't had company. I better eat them before they go bad because we like fresh snacks for company. Yeah. Or, or you, you know, just over schedule yourself, over commit. You decide you're going to give all of your time to your kid's school and it leads to you then not having time to take care of yourself and deal with your health and fitness or your meal prep. And I also like to think of it, this one is sort of like a domino effect yeah. of, you know, hey, I've, I've had a hard day. I deserve to stay up and watch another half hour of television, which leads to you then not getting up yeah. early to do your exercise, which leads to you then, you know, not having time to pack your lunch for work. And then you end up eating out and you end up having snacks. And it's just this sort of domino effect of like, well, Staying up late, you know, another half hour to watch that show seems like it's completely irrelevant to the rest of your day. But then, you know, you've basically set yourself up for failure the whole next day. Well, and the the thing, too, of, you know, going grocery shopping hungry after work when your resolve is really low and then you get all of the takeout treats because you're just overwhelmed and tired and I did that so many times of just setting myself up for failure by letting myself get ravenous and then feeling like I had no choice but to shove something down my throat while I was driving home. Like I did that all the time. And it was, I thought there wasn't an option. It turns out I could have eaten something at work before I went grocery shopping so that I didn't want to eat everything. Yeah. And I used to get caught at work, caught I'm in air quotes at work, ah! you know, much later than I expected to be there. And I wouldn't have any sort of a backup plan. So I would have no choice but to like graze through the, you know, incredibly indulgent craft service or have the incredibly indulgent treat that showed up at work, you know, at, at night. And, and now I know I need to plan by, I used to say have an emergency meal, like frozen meal in the freezer at work, but now I say lucky meal. Yeah, lucky. <laughs> How lucky you've got it it's there. It's lucky that I have it there. So I, I actually have three choices of, of lucky meal currently at the freezer at work right now. So, you know, that sort of planning ahead rather than planning to fail um, has gone a long way to keeping me from uh, succumbing to this loophole. Yeah, and we did an episode called 365 Surprises. Oh, yeah. Where we talk about how those unexpected things pop up virtually every day, whether it's Taco Tuesday or right. Friday or, you know, Girl Scout cookie season or whatever, that there's always something ahead of us. And every single time we throw our hands up and act surprised that we're hungry. Like I have yeah. literally eaten every day of my life. I, it shouldn't <laughs> be a surprise. How is this happening that I need food again today? Yeah. But you know, when we start designing and engineering our days in a more proactive way, I think uh, the lazy genius talks about what can I do now to set myself up 
for success in the future? What small thing could I prep? What snack could I have now? What could I pre-track? She doesn't talk about that, but like what small thing could I put my shoes, my running shoes in the car? Could I keep a pair in there in case I can go for a walk? We can do so many things to set ourselves up for success, but for decades, I acted like I was surprised that I was hungry or tired. So to round this all up, I think the biggest change, and I know, you know, eating less food and moving more, you know, that's what, that's what the man says, uh, <laughs> is, is the way to lose weight. But the mindset around deciding that you have agency in your own life, that you control your choices, that you can learn to change your behaviors and take responsibility for yourself. It, really matters in all of this weight loss. I spent 20 plus years zigzagging and yo-yoing and all the different up and down yep. analogies. Uh, you can fix it in post. But <laughs> I all I wanted was to get to the weight. And then I would let circumstances or the imperfect plan throw me off and regain the weight. This time I recognize all of the loopholes. And like we said at the beginning, once you see all of the ways you're sabotaging yourself yeah. and once you call them out, it's really hard to go back to them. And it empowers us to know that change is possible if we actually take responsibility for our choices. Absolutely. And thank you so much for taking responsibility for your choice to listen to this episode of our podcast. You can listen to all of them wherever you found this one uh, and also at any time at weonlylookthin.com. Yep. And if you are at weonlylookthin.com, you can click on the link for join our support group. Walt Place, We Only Look Thin Place, is a Facebook-based accountability group for women. We have weekly Zoom meetings. We've got a cool newsletter. We've got subgroups for specialty interests. we got so many things going on. Uh, it's a great group. I'm super proud of it. So if you want to join, we have two different subscription options, a monthly option with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month subscription with a seven-day complimentary trial to see if Walt Place is right for you. Yeah. And if you've ever thought to yourself that you wished you could just like directly talk to one of us and, you know, probably mostly Catherine <laughs> and uh, get direct answers to questions like it, the group allows you to do that. Like Catherine gets on Zoom calls and, you know, you could basically essentially talk face to face in addition to having access via, you know, uh, Facebook and all of the other ways. And speaking of having access to us, uh, you can reach out at social media at We Only Look Look Thin at Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And also email us. We have taken uh, listener questions and turned them into episodes. Uh, we do respond eventually, although not necessarily on the day you send the email. And uh, you can reach us at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. Yep. And if you are liking what you're hearing with We Only Look Thin, it would really help us if you would head over to Apple Podcast and leave us a rating and a review. Not only does it warm the cockles of our hearts, uh, I'm not sure <laughs> where those, what, what cockles are, but it, they're hot. I as, can tell you as that. As long as they're hot, that's yep, important. That yeah. is very important. But not only does it make us feel good, but it also helps others find our podcast when they are looking for 
inspirational uh, weight loss and nutrition podcasts like ours. Yes, indeed. And lastly, if you could tell somebody about the show, that would help us out a lot. Spread the word. Word of mouth is one of the best ways uh, by which the show uh, gets some new listeners. And we would appreciate if you know somebody you think might like it saying, hey, uh, I know these two crazy kids who, uh, you know, do some weight loss and fitness uh, shenanigans. And uh, I think you'd like them too. They make it fun. They make it fun And indeed. sometimes even funny. <laughs> <laughs> eh, once in eh, a while. Whatever. So if you're secretly annoyed that you are currently driving to Costco hungry and we're calling you out, just remember <laughs> that Donald Weigel and I are an, an inspiration. Asian, Asian, Asian. So formal, Donald Weigel. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.